0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Man, we're in December, getting close here to Christmas. We had a waiter. My wife and I celebrated three years of marriage. Yesterday, we went out for dinner, and we had a waiter, and at the end of the meal, he brings the check. And we had good rapport anyway. We were talking. He was Italian, blah, blah, blah. And uh, at the end, he says, hey, Merry Christmas. And he walked away. And I said, man, that just earned him a better tip cuz he didn't say happy holidays. Don't start with happy ho- if you want to get me upset, tell me happy holidays. Now that Thanksgiving's over, it's not happy holidays. It's merry Jesus Christmas. All right, little side rant. Today we're going to talk about faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. You know, well, let me read you verse 6. The Bible says, "But without faith it's impossible to please him." You've heard that before, but God wouldn't make something difficult that was required to please him. So, the first thing to know about faith is that you already have faith. The Bible says that God has given to everyone the measure of faith. So, every person who's born again has faith. You actually needed faith. You needed faith to get saved. So, there is no ground for, oh, I just don't have the faith for that. You have faith. But faith becomes your project. Your own faith becomes your project, your responsibility, rather. your It's your responsibility to grow your faith, to stretch your faith, to exercise your faith. So I'm going to start Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is a verse that most people can quote. When I got to teach in the River Bible Institute last year, the, the subject of faith um, I asked for the definition of faith and I put in there, define faith in, without using Hebrews chapter 11, verse one. Because if you ask anybody, what's faith? Hey, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does that mean? Um, well, uh, faith is, uh, uh yeah, pretty much that's the answer that people usually give. Faith, um... In this verse here, there's so much going on. First of all, the word now, what an important word. Faith is not later, faith is now. So number one, faith is now. Say it with me. Faith is now. Faith is a present belief. You know, the truth for us, if you can hear anything that I say on this podcast, the truth for us as believers is we're working, we we live our lives looking forward to the return of Christ, looking at the Messiah, but looking back at what he's done. We forget our past, but we look back at what he's done. When Jesus hung on the cross and said, it is finished, that's where we start. Heaven was open to us. The moment Jesus said, it is finished. When Jesus died and paid the price for our sin, heaven became free game. The Bible says, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffers violent violence and the violent take it by force. So heaven was basically open for business. We, we are born again from a place of it is finished. So faith is always now. So if I'm believing the Lord for something, let's use a car as an example. Okay, I'm believing God for a car. I don't believe that God is going to give me a car. I'm not waiting for God to give me a car. Faith is now. So I believe that I have a car. The Bible says, uh, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. And then he says, whatsoever you uh, shall ask, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. No, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you'll have it. So the the, the the time on faith isn't, I know God is going to heal me. I know God is bringing me a car. That's not faith. That's hope. That's looking forward. Faith is an actual substance. That's the next word. Now, faith is a substance. Faith is you receiving now what you see in the word. So if I'm going to uh, ask the Lord for a car, the first thing I do since Romans 10.10 10 says, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We know that we have to pray according to the word. You can't ask for, Lord, I really like that other person's spouse. So, Lord, I want to marry them. You know, that, that guy over there, I know he's married, but he really seems to be the one that I. you, you have to pray according to the word of God. You can't, Lord, I, I just want this person to die so I can get my inheritance. You can't pray Prayer is not based in the Word of God. And so you find out what the Word says. And so faith is based on the Word. But when I base it on the Word, I come to God. And let's just say it's a car right? Sticking with our example, I say, Father, I see in your word that you said the righteous will have good things in abundance. Lord, you said that um, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Lord, you said that the young lions lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord should, want, uh, should not want any good thing, right? And so here are my scriptures for my faith. And so I have my scriptures. I say, Father, I ask you for this 2020 Volvo XC80 T6 in white, right? And that's what I ask for. And I'm asking for it in the name of Jesus. Now, what happens in my heart when I pray because of the word of God and because of who God is, there's no provision in the future. There's provision right now. And so what I do at that moment is I don't say, okay, now I'm just waiting for God to bring it. No, what I do is on the inside, I get a substance already. Like the moment I said, in the name of Jesus, amen, I got a text message that said, hey, the Lord put it in my heart to buy you a new car. Uh, is this the one that you want? Volvo XC80 T6 White, right? 2020. Almost like at the moment I said, in Jesus' name, amen, that text message came in. I already have it. The answer to my prayer has already come. So at that moment that I say, in Jesus' name, amen, it becomes a done deal. I have the substance of that car in my heart. And so what do I do? Naturally, if that text message came, hey, the Lord wants me to buy you this car, blah, 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 whatever, right? Or hey, um, turns out we got an inheritance of 80 grand and you know, hey, that's my car money, right? If that's the case, what would you naturally do next, You would thank God, I would hope, right? So praise would come out of your mouth. And so the natural thing that we do after we pray, we don't say, okay, now I'm just waiting for God to do it. We don't carry this burden of like, is my prayer working? We don't carry uh, wondering around when it's going to happen. There's no question of when, because faith is now. I have it in my heart. Yes, it is mine. And so what do I do is I praise Lord, I praise you. I thank you, Lord, for your good. You're my provider. Lord, I bless you. In the same way that we would praise if we got that text message, hey, look what I picked up for you at the Volvo dealership. The Lord told me to get in, drive in here and get this for you. And sent you a picture with the license plates already attached. You would begin to rejoice to the Lord, right? Praise God. The voice of praise would come forth. The Bible says, Romans four seventeen through 21, it says, Abraham grew strong and was empowered by faith. As he gave praise and glory to God. So faith grows strong in an atmosphere of praise. So you praise as if you've already received it. Why? Because it's as good as it's as good as gotten. Because, uh, is that a phrase as good? As, you, it's already like you have it because God's word is true. If, if I was a kid and I called my mom and I said, Mom, you know not really like this toy gun. Will you buy it for me? She says, Yes, I'll buy it for you. I know my mom is trustworthy, so I don't worry. The next day, I don't, Mom, will you buy this for me? Yes, I said I'll buy it for you. I don't go back. She says to me, all right, well, just, just pick out the one that you want. I don't come back to her and say, Mom, will you buy? I already said I would buy it for you, right? So if my mom's word can be true and I can count on it and just rest easy, yes, I'll get it for you. Yes, don't worry. Next time I'm in town, I'll go pick it up for you. I can take the word of God and rejoice and be glad. So the next day I come to prayer. What I don't do is say, Father, I come before you in Jesus' name. Lord, there's a vehicle that I'm looking for. Your word says this. I don't ask again because I've asked and I received. What you can actually do is take a pen and paper and then write down, Uh, December 6th, 2019, whatever, whatever the day is, December 7th, 2019, received my 2020 Volvo, XC80, T6, white, you know, whatever. And write down and rejoice. And so every day, Father, I thank you because your word says this. Lord, I thank you. That's mine. I give you praise. I give you honor. And you begin to praise and your faith grows stronger. And what happens is you're walking around with the same joy as if you already had it, knowing that God's truth, God's word is true. And God is not a liar and that his word is true. And so you're praying according to the word of God. So now faith is a substance. It's actually a substance in your spirit of what you want to receive. It's a substance on the inside of you of what you've prayed for. Uh, It's a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you can't see it, but you've got a substance on the inside of you. So that's why a relationship with the Word of God is so important. Because if the Word is not real to you, if you read the Word and you can't believe that God will supply all your needs, you're not going to be able to have faith. You have to be grounded in the Word of God. Some people need, you need to stir yourself up by praying in tongues. The Bible says in Jude one twenty, ye beloved, stirring yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in tongues doesn't build faith. It builds you up to be in faith. There's a difference. It builds your spirit, man, up to believe. Hey, I believe the word. I've been preaching at healing school for the last four days. Right now, I'm I've been preaching four hours a day. Coming home and study some of these days, and then doing podcasts. Man, I believe the word of God. I'm full of the word of God, and I'm only gonna get more full of the word of God and overflow. I'm going from glory to glory, right? So it's a substance on the inside of you. So I wake up and I and I'm not worried about when is this harvest coming. I've unburdened myself because I've received it. So I rejoice and I rejoice and I rejoice and I rejoice and I rejoice. And then the day comes. And the crazy thing is, is when that day comes, you've already done your rejoicing. So you thank the Lord. Lord, thank you. But I already knew it. It's as good as done. It's already mine. And so faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then uh, going down to verse three, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Man, what an important scripture. The worlds were framed by the word of God. You know, praise always has an expression. Excuse me. Let me take that back. Faith always has an expression. Faith has a voice. Faith has eyes. Faith has faith has a voice. Faith will always speak. The worlds were framed by the word of God. And so the same is true. Our worlds become framed by the word of God. John 1 verse 1 through 3 says, uh, says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So the word of God, came, the, the world that you see when you open your eyes, the grass that you see, the ground that you see, that, that how many billion degree sun in the sky was, came from the word of God. The word of God is the only thing that produces. And so our words frame our world. You are The sum total of what you've spoken, what you've thought, and what you've acted on. We said that on the last podcast. And so by your words, you speak out your faith. Faith is never silent. Faith always speaks boldly the word of God. Man, I know it belongs to me because I've received it by faith. Your doubt can come in your mind. What do you do? No, bless God. I believe the word of God more than my doubts. My doubts don't count. I believe the word of God. Verse four. Well, let's keep going down. Verse six, but without faith, it's impossible to please him for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, God doesn't waver. God's mind is made up, but many people like James says, it says the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. There's people who decide I'm believing the Lord for my healing. And then a week later, they're like, no, I think I'll just go to the doctor. And they're double-minded. Yeah, I'm going to believe the Lord to pay for this. No, I'll just, I'll just do this. Now I'm going to believe the Lord to do this for me. No, I'll just do it in my own human strength. People lean on their own human strength because they doubt their faith. And that's what being double-minded is. Hey, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do something else. I've had so many people that used to work for me or that that I interviewed. Yeah, I know God's telling me that I need to do this job, right? People that that I interviewed. I know God's telling me. The Lord spoke to me clearly. He gave me a dream. I was working. And this is the job that I had. And then a week later. No, I just really feel to go a different way. Like either you have no relationship with the Lord. Or you're double-minded. It gets difficult and you go in the other direction. The, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Faith can it can be a fight, but it's a good fight because it's one that you win, because you have the Word of God. And the Word of God is higher than anything else. But it's one that you have to make up your mind. I'm not flinching on the Word. I'm standing still. I'm standing firm. I've made up my mind. I will see the power of God released in my life. I will see this come in. Whatever it is. You make up your mind. Hey, God is not wavering. He's the he's the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He's a rewarder. It's who he is. He can't ever not be a rewarder. But the question is, are we diligent seekers? So as we go into this Christmas season, as we go into the new year, as we go into this time, the things that you're believing for, ramp your faith up, get into the word of God and begin to pray those scriptures. Father, I thank you. Lord, your word says that, that my God shall supply all my needs. I'll, I never need to lack. I'm a child of God. Man, not only will I never lack, but I'm going to be rich. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. Father, I thank you. And stir yourself up, bring yourself to a place of faith so that you can move forward. Listen, you need to activate your faith because it, it's not all about you. When you can't, if you can't believe God to provide for you, how are you going to believe God to provide for your ministry for the future? When you need to, you need to be. We need to be impacting other people. So choose where you are. Hey. If If your bills are paid for, Lord, I'm believing you for extra because I need to see my faith work and get in the word of God and see God do it. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone who's given us shout outs on Instagram. Few new people doing that. People I don't even know. So glad to meet you. Nice to see you. Thanks for doing that. We'll see you on the next podcast.